In the name of Jesus, amen. The text before us is the reading a moment ago by Christopher. Brothers and sisters in Christ, the 18th chapter of Ezekiel, one of the most in-your-face passages in Holy Scripture, can this faith community, these gentle souls at Concordia Seminary, tolerate fierceness, namely, if you turn aside from righteousness and commit iniquity, you die. The prophet says, do not mess with the Almighty. Do not spin your little alibis and your little rationalizations, nor play the blame game. Children taking the heat of God's wrath for the sins of their fathers, as if the youth had no culpability of their own, and thus Yahweh blew away any notion of transfer of guilt expressed in what apparently was a popular proverb in that time, the fathers eat sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. Not such a clear saying for us, but Deuteronomy is clear. All persons sin, then all die, each for his or her own sins. Not once, or three, or five, but eight phrases in Ezekiel 18 warn the sin, the soul that sins shall die. By their sins, the righteous flirt with death. Microcosm, of course, for that macro destruction of Judah and Jerusalem, and it was macro, and for good reason, the righteous at large sold out to evil and wickedness. Dare to thumb through Ezekiel chapters 15 to 17, only be sure you wear asbestos gloves. The prophet's word indicts any who sin casually, lightly, acceptably. No longer can we take cover in simul justus et peccator and find comfort in the justus only to turn it back into God's face, the peccator. Do that, warns Ezekiel, and you die. We rationalize and we play the balance game. True, the wicked shall die, understandably, because they have nothing of good on the scale. Oh, but we pile on a little good from time to time, and we balance the bad. And the prophet slays that little tidbit of comfort we hang on to. This is what he says. None of the righteous deeds which he, the righteous, has done shall be remembered. For the treachery of which he is guilty and the sin he has committed, he shall die. How foolish. We think the Almighty tolerates uh, just a little sin, that he winks and he looks the other way. 
Is God serious, we ask, about our little peccadillos and dalliances? Skeptics, and you have probably heard them recently, skeptics muse, uh, the prophets in the Old Testament just uh, rage on, and that's just so much explosive rhetoric, you know. Indeed, argues Christopher Hitchens, if God is as fierce as the prophets portray, he is an immoral God, and I, for one, don't want such a God. And yet, even Hitchens cannot dismiss history. The texts here in Ezekiel, also in Jeremiah, also in the Psalms, clear as the work of a digital camera, capture thousands of Jewish exiles beginning in the year 605 B.C., trudging off hundreds of miles into captivity in Babylon. Is God serious? But God would not do this, would he? He would not judge his people and force them into exile, not if he were just. Sounds like Hitchens debating with D'Souza at Powell Hall recently. Judging and punishing sins. Such a God is just? And God replies to Mr. Hitchens, and to any who excuse sin and blame God for his judgment. O house of Israel, are my ways not just? Is it not your ways that are not just? But his ways count, God's ways. If there are eight phrases that award death to the righteous who sin casually and carelessly, there are ten phrases in Ezekiel 18 about life which God wants to give to repentant souls. Meaning, 70 years later, 538 B.C., a trickle first, and then a steady stream of exiles travel back to Judah. They come back because Yahweh, whose eyes fall upon all souls and their sins, is a God who made a covenant, and he remembered that covenant. He loves He calls again his people to himself. He forgives. And for us centuries later, it is not by the judgment and the punishment that we know our God. I submit to you, it is by the one who was crucified and the risen Lord by whom you shall know that I am the Lord. And by this knowledge of the God who loves, we shall get a new heart and a new spirit and live, live. To that, what else to say? Amen.